0: welcome back to another episode of christians of the millennia uh today we are going to be talking about going back to the basics back to the fundies uh things that (laughs) the fundies the fundamentals, the fundamental things that that got you uh where you are whether you know it or not uh sometimes we get so acclimated to running that we don't realize some of the imbalances that we have and Uh, we have to take a step back and go back to the basics back to the fundamentals recalibrate uh, get ourselves back on even footing Uh, maybe that takes a little rehab and therapy sometimes but um, we got to go back to you know what we know from the beginning that's really um, good and um, we're in the intro really really master those so um, i thank you for tuning in Um, i thank you for your patience as we develop our fundamentals of what this podcast really is and uh, for just sticking with the process that we're going through. Um, just It's just so graceful. You guys are giving us grace, and like you don't even know it. Um, and that's how good our God is, is that you just listening and then listening again, even after we've done bad, even after <laughs> something that we didn't think we did well in, um, that you came back anyways. And that is enough grace for me to be encouraged uh, on putting another episode out and another episode out. So I just want to thank you. Um, you guys really don't understand um, what you do for us um, in both your silence and when you speak out. Um, mm. So we just thank you and uh, welcome back. Um, this isn't going to be a laundry list of to do's and requirements um, mm. to yeah. live this faith. Mm. This is going to be completely off the top of the dome because that's what yeah. we do here. Um, <laughs> but part of that is the things that you do when nobody is around are the things that show up when the microphone turn on. Um, so, that integrity that really leads to overflow um, when the lights turn on and it's game time. So, um, use so your good. downtime because it's powerful and the results will show. They will. Mm. Um, so, don't think you're fooling anybody because you're not. The fundamentals will be highlighted and that will be the difference. <laughs> so, I know this was supposed to be encouraging, but. <laughs> uh, welcome back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome back. Someone <laughs> needed to do that. Somebody
1: needed to hear that. That's harsh. Was-
0: in essence, and, and this isn't going to be an end-all, be-all discussion, but for some people that are newer in their faith, or some people that maybe were introduced to their faith poorly, um, or not with clear guidelines or a mentor that they can continue to walk with. Mm-hmm. Um, which probably might be one of the fundamentals. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are some of the fundamentals of this faith that that we claim? Um, that's a general question that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a general question that a lot of our audience probably has. Mm-hmm. Um, even though a decent amount of people, I think, are actively currently in their walk while they're listening to us, Yeah, uh, I'm realizing that even at where I'm at in my walk that I still – need to go back and actually like, wait, do I know what I believe in? And I think, yeah, yeah. I think E2 was part of, of definitely getting to know that. Um, yeah. and that helped me a lot in certain ways. So I'm excited for the second batch of people to go through E2, but, uh, for people that don't come to family community church and don't have access to the E2 class, um, mm. maybe just a little bit of our take on it.
2: Yeah, totally. Um, do you want to share though the, the walking
0: yeah uh um, the
2: walking thing we were talking about before uh we were recording
0: yeah so god was just kind of taking me into an interesting place because like i've been trying to like get my cardio back up you know i, I was realizing like back when i played sports versus now right when i was on a team and you had practice four or five six days a week and you played twice a week uh, mm-hmm. in season, um, you know, and certain things like that, I was like, what's the difference between that and like my day-to-day workout grind now. And like the biggest thing I realized is one practice, you have two to three hours of just practice alone on top of the workout. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, not only do you have the workout that I'm st- still showing up for, but mm-hmm. you also have the three hour brick of practice that is a whole nother workout and intensity level in itself. Yeah. And you know, my head coach's philosophy was practice perfect to play perfect. Not that you're mm-hmm. ever going to reach the level of perfection, mm-hmm. but if you practice at a high level, you're going to play at a high level naturally because you've embedded that mindset. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been trying to like, okay, well, so, oh, okay. So there's a two hour period that I'm not getting now every single day mm-hmm. that I was getting then. So of course, there's a huge difference. That's over five days. That's 15 hours of work that mm-hmm. I was putting in before that I'm not putting in now. Mm-hmm. 15 hours. Yeah. That is huge. That is a huge chunk of time that I would be running or sprinting mm-hmm. or doing whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. All right. I need to get my cardio back up on top of the working out. Uh-huh. On top of this, I need to do extra stuff. I need to do extra stuff before the workout, after the workout, so on and so forth. Part of that has been my cardio because I'm good at lifting And I haven't been so good at keeping my cardio up. So I've been trying to run a little bit more often and that has shown very mixed results. (laughs) And, uh, you know, in, in doing that, uh, like like literally today, um, I had to take a break in my mile and, Mm -hmm. um, I was like in like the third lap and I was like meant I was just thinking about it way too much. And I had to, I just had to stop and take a break. And, um, I like felt some stiffness from like the traveling Mm -hmm. and I was just like, wow, like even walking is hard. (laughs) Like, you know, and that was, that was all that God really gave me in that moment. (laughs) Um, But in kind of processing with it, you know, over the last couple of hours since my workout, it's just mm. like, yeah, like, that's just why I ask you to walk. I don't ask you to run. I don't mm. ask you to sprint. I ask you to walk because literally just doing that is hard enough because when you're walking, you are using all of your body's weight. Yeah. Like you're, even though you're not running, you're not sprinting, you're not doing any of those things. You're still exerting all of your body's weight onto one leg and you have your, back. like, you know, it's, it's a constant motion. So you still have to catch mm. yourself every single step with all of your weight. If you're light, that's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. The heavier you get, the more you realize how just walking alone Mm -hmm. is hard. Mm -hmm. And doing that Mm -hmm. consistently is hard. Like if somebody were to say, can you just walk for 10 hours straight? You would might question it and be like, you know what, it's just walking. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I could probably do that if I really put my mind to it. But dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Like, it is, oh, yeah. not, it is not that easy. Because yeah. the
1: longer you do it, the, the more things are exposed and right. the more inconsistencies.
0: Right. And so, for the people that maybe physically you're not getting bigger or maybe physically you don't have as much weight and pressure on top of your walking fundamental, spiritually and mentally, you might have that baggage that makes your walk that much heavier. Jeez. And so, you can be walking in just your walk with Christ and you can be a very fit person, but… Mm. Mentally and spiritually your energy is very poorly allocated. You don't respond well to situations. You don't stand on the foundations that Christ mm-hmm. is giving you, so on and so forth. Yeah, like, yeah. To where you have all these emotional things that you can't control and all this baggage that just stacks and stacks as you procrastinate, as you put off things, as mm-hmm. you put off kind of like getting your life in the right direction, you know, like I ask God, like help me show people how to get their lives together with you. Like mm-hmm. that is a very oh. different concept than getting your life together. And then coming back to Christ. Yeah, yeah. Let me just come back to Christ and then get my whole life together with Him because I know every truth and fundamental through that process. He's going to overcorrect everything that I did wrong. Uh You know what I'm saying? If I try to get things correct before I come back to Him, I'm going to miss the entire point, which was the process. Mm. The entire point was the process and how I got you there. That's why I want you to walk, Mm. you know? And, And like, it's like we don't have a lot of biblically we don't have a lot of things that jesus thought about when he walked away right mm. when he would go isolate and pray and all those yeah, things. yeah we don't know what he was thinking about yeah you know what i'm saying all we know is what he did when he was walking hmm. you know he would go away we have no idea what Matt, like that's a whole other thing in itself it's just yeah. thinking about what the heck was this man thinking about and praying about mm. But like all we know is what he did when he was walking you know well um, and he did
2: all he needed to do just by walking
0: just by walking Um, right, exactly. And, you know, and that in itself unpacks another layer of like, you know, would you be sprinting at a level that you can't maintain if the person next to you wasn't Sprinting at a level that mm-hmm. you can't maintain. Like, yeah, you know, when I was on the treadmill, I was running, and the person next to me was walking. So that made me just feel better about myself because I was running. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Just because I was running and they were just barely yeah, yeah. walking, and I'm like, oh, sh- I'm getting this working right now. Like, you know, and like. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> exactly, and it's just like no, like yeah, yeah. You know, walking is hard enough, um, and you're yeah. gonna get there when I want you to get there. Uh, if mm. you disobey, it could take you 40 years when it was only supposed to take <laughs> you 11 days, but the whole yeah. time they were still walking. Like yeah, yeah. all they were doing was walking, like, you know, so that's just kind of why I'm just like, just the basics of doing something is hard enough. But I think when yeah. you, when you master the basics and everything else exhausts and everything else withers away and all you got, got left in the tank is what you're standing on, um, depending on where you're at in that day, in that moment, you can, your life can go one of two ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think your fundamentals are so vital um, for that moment specifically. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of those moments happen. Um, And I think our lives go a whole different direction um, Mm -hmm. than we were ever thinking, planning, intending, desiring, any of those things. Um, just because of a buildup of moments that depended on fundamentals and they were not there. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think it's just kind of important one for me, two for us, uh, three for the people listening, four for the people that will listen one day that are not currently listening, mm-hmm. and five for the people that aren't listening, they definitely yeah. uh will need this. Uh, you know, what like what are the foundations that I should be standing on? What are yeah. the fundamentals that truly, truly matter, where the rest is just kind of details, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: <clears throat> well, I, I think it it's actually really interesting how you how you say all that about the baggage and the weight and all that stuff. Um and since we just talked about rest. Um, whether this comes out in that, in that sequence or not. Right. Um, because something I constantly have to remind myself is, um, your yoke is easy and your burden's light, you know? Um, and that comes a lot of times when I put expectations on myself Mm. or I'm trying to perform in something in, in a spiritual sense. Right. 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 But then there are the emotional things of like, oh man, I got to figure this out. Like I have this and this and this problems. I really like overanalyze the things that I do. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, you know, I think a lot of people, um, you're your own worst critic. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of just like that. Okay. You know, I'm going to trust God by your grace that I'm going to be able to do this. Right. Um, and so I've even been a place, um, I think, I think that place of rest is one of those fundamentals because it's by grace that we're able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And you can't earn grace. You have to receive it. And the best way to receive it is by sitting Mm. or resting Mm -hmm. or just being in that place of like, all right, God, I'm done. I can't do anything. Like, I'm just going to receive Jesus, your sacrifice and your love and um, everything that you have for me. So I I think even that episode the rest episode. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that because mm. rest is so key. Yeah. Um, just to receive the grace that God has for you is mm-hmm. like, that's like, that's the reason he died on the cross. That's the most powerful promise that there is yeah. that he has for us. So if, if we don't at first start from a place of, okay, Jesus has taken my burdens and by grace I'm saved. And through faith, I can walk this journey with Jesus. Like, yeah, then it's going to be a real heavy, really exhausting journey. Um, Mm. and I find myself in that place. Um, I'll kind of, um, you know, rediscover grace, (laughs) you know, every, every couple months or whatever it is, you know, I'll I'll just get to this place of forgetting. And I really want to find myself in this place of like, not, not forgetting that, um, as ridiculous as that seems. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, if I'm like, if I'm forgetting the work that Jesus did on the cross and I'm at the church, like a couple days a week, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I need a deeper understanding of what that really means. You know, yeah. it so means it's it really, yeah, exactly. Like, it, yep. It's something it means what it, what that means is like, there's something I'm not getting about who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's totally fine. Cause there are so many things I don't get about who God is, right, but man. like, I got to get the, like, if I can't get the basics, mm-hmm. like how can I expand from that? Right.
1: Um, I think, um, if you can't get the basics, it 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 causes you to remember. Like
2: hmm.
1: the the first thing that happens, like when you are really confused about something, is you stop. Yeah, whatever else you are doing, you stop. Hmm. And the Bible tells you uh, when the Israelites were coming out of Egypt, and they came against the Red Sea, Red Sea, and Egypt was behind them, and they were chasing after him. He said. Stand still Hmm. And see the salvation of the Lord When you can't remember Or when you can't figure out Like what the basics are Start from standing still Yeah I think the question That we're starting this episode off Is What are the basics But there's so many basics to so many different things. So what are you actually doing? So you can apply the right basics Mm -hmm. in football. There are different basics than there are in baseball in baseball. There are Mm -hmm. different basics than there are in basketball. Yeah. So what are we actually doing in the Christian walk?
2: Hmm. Well, Hmm. I I like, I like what you said there about their different walks, but I think they all have, they all have some (laughs) real, (laughs) real, real real (laughs) basics that like you need to have. And, um, I've been reading through Hebrews lately and Hebrews five, um, going on to six, uh, Paul kind of uses this analogy of the milk being for immature babes, right. That can't like process actual food. Hmm. Right. And he's like, how can you try and go after things that are real food if you're not able to first like drink what milk is? Um, and I was kind of in this place of like, all right, God, but like, what about going back to the basics? Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like God's been speaking to me both about the basics, but then also some other things. And God's like, don't you, you know, when you're eating a meal, take a sip of some water or some milk wash to help down. wash it down, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, there's a combination of both. Like if I were to just, you know, the, the, the word he uses, uh, I think the food he chooses is uh, steak. Uh, he says meat, but steak, mm-hmm. right? If you're trying to eat, a nice juicy steak. Like you're not just gonna eat that and that alone, right? Yeah. It's like right. you know, it kind of gets bland. You don't fully enjoy the taste. You don't like mm-hmm. you know. There's something about you don't get to fully take it in unless you take a break for something else. Yeah. And so, the basic of the milk, you know, kind of cleanses your palate. You know, mm-hmm. so that you can go back to that thing and be like, okay, right? right. Like I'm building that on that same like on that mm-hmm. foundation of the fundamentals. Yeah. So I can continue to process, you know, right. more complicated things, whatever it is. Um, and so I think like, there's always something about going back to it. Like when you're training for anything, you do strength and conditioning right. alongside, you know, whatever else, whatever the other more complicated things you're training. Yeah. Like, but you always kind of mix that in one way or another, yeah. you know, you're always stretching a little bit. You're always, you know, doing the basics of things yeah. right. so that you don't find yourself in a place where you're unbalanced. Yeah.
1: The things that relate are key to start from, Mm -hmm. but they're not the root. Correct. They're not the root. The way we fight physically is not how we fight spiritually. Mm -hmm. Though there are things that relate, Mm -hmm. they are not the same thing. Right. Yeah. The basics of Christianity, I believe, is we're in a fight. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're in a fight constantly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, if you now realize that, you can't, it, I can't punch the devil. That's not how I, that's not how I fight the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Right. The, the word says in Ephesians 6, 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities and against the cosmic powers over this present darkness. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places therefore take up the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand again the first thing that you go back to in a confused area because mm-hmm. we can't see the spirit we can't see in the spiritual realm yeah can't see what's happening the first thing that we go back to is standing yeah. standing still so we are with able so we are able to withstand in the evil day mm-hmm. and having done all to stand firm Mm -hmm. stand yeah yeah and
0: and because we talked about it a little bit in the armor of god episode where Mm -hmm. we talked about how like moving forward and progressing is one thing in its own Mm -hmm. yeah but withstanding is another thing in its own Mm -hmm. right and getting blown back is a whole another thing in its own right right? Mm -hmm. and so just withstanding um a force against you of resistance Mm -hmm. um is one power in its in its own um but exactly so you were talking about when you are confused, when you get punched in the face, hmm. the first thing is recalibrate, yeah. right? It's like literally like, wait, 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 where am I? Who am I? Like, you know, like you get socked okay, it's on like, you know, yeah. action's not going anywhere. And so, you know, that's why it's good that when there is no action, when there is no tension, when there is no warfare to take that downtime, which is super, super powerful, mm-hmm. um, in both the devil's playground or in the land of the righteous, like that downtime is so essential mm-hmm. to that action time. Um, that when you have that downtime, I like, please take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, this first thing uh, that I'm going to read out of Proverbs eight, five uh, in the ESV version, it says, Oh, simple ones learn prudence. Oh, fools learn sense. And so it's mm. like, when you get away from foolishness, you eventually get to uh, becoming a simple one where you can worry about prudence and efficiently allocating well, your resources yeah. spiritually, mentally, financially, physically, like however way. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole co- concept of prudence, right? Is like being prude with your resources and with your energy and with your faith. Like, you know, if, if the enemy presents you with a a troublesome circumstance, are you allocating your energy towards that situation or are you allocating your energy towards your faith and the things that you're standing on? So when you get out of foolishness, learning prudence is like key, but like if you're in a place of foolishness, Mm -hmm. you need to just learn sense first. Mm -hmm. So before you start walking, before you start moving forward, before you start running, before you start fighting, before you start doing all these things, just first learn sense. I think the first thing it comes down to is just the morality and the concept of good um, and bad, not necessarily good and evil, because that gets to a whole nother deep level. But I think there's a very basic sense, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, within yeah. us where we know um, something is wrong versus something is right. Some of us are morally weak, so we're we're comfortable being around people that like make decisions for us, mm-hmm. right? So it's like we know somebody is morally going the wrong way but we're morally weak so we we'll mm-hmm. allow ourselves to be around them to be subject to their decisions so that we don't have to make one yeah you know what i'm saying and so yeah. um, i think finding your sense first mm-hmm. um is, ju- is just part of it i don't think that's necessarily yeah. the first step um but for me in where my faith didn't necessarily come from the bible it didn't necessarily come from these rules and things of religion necessarily that it was just a sense um, that I kind of got early. It was just a feeling that I got early. Um, and I was able to kind of work from that. Yeah. Um, you know, cause we're called to people that aren't saved that aren't, you know, in the church yeah. um, as well. And they might not all have the right sense, like to begin with. So you're yeah. giving them a divine wisdom and they don't even have sense to apply it. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. like we don't have enough context in one episode to like really teach you how to fully apply something not every time well i think
2: i think i've got a place to start um (laughs) of course um god 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 pointed me in this direction this morning um colossians 3 man um because i think there is that sense of like we come to christ right and then we're like but where do we start from there like what Mm -hmm. what's next and even being in the salvation team for last year, right. like we're seeing people come in, get saved, mm-hmm. you know, every single week. And and some people have been in the church. Some people, you know, this guy, he was like, yeah, I'm a Buddhist. And, you know, I felt something different here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what's going on. And I was just like, what do I say? You know, mm-hmm. what's the basics? Like, right. you know, how, how do I explain someone have a relationship with God or whatever that is? How does that even start? We always say like, bible first and pray. And yeah. prayer is just talking to God. But mm. like even past those two little basics right. is Colossians 3, it always hits me. Um, and honestly like I want to I, wanna, I would want to read the whole thing. Yeah. But it's so long. Go read it for yourself. Go meditate <laughs> on it. It's so like there's so much in it and even this morning after reading a bunch of times, I got something new. Mm. That's what I want to share. Nice. But in Colossians 3, it first talks about taking off the old and putting on the new, right? And so it talks about taking off the old, um, like sexual immorality, mm. impurity, um, evil desires and covet- covetousness, um, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk, you know, all these little things, right? Yeah. And then it says, um, do not, uh, well, it goes on to say, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. So so there's a f- like an, an actionable like putting off you're like all right mm. these are things that i'm gonna choose not to associate myself with kind of like what you were saying might put my energy into mm-hmm. and then it goes on to say and and have uh so let's see uh with its practices and have put on the new self so then there's actually a putting on of new things right stepping in something new and uh which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator mm. and of the salvation
1: huh Helmet of salvation.
2: You're yeah. About
1: taking off old stuff and putting on new garments.
2: Putting on new stuff. Yeah. The floor, and the I think armor of God. I think the flower of God is part of that. <clears throat> but how does that happen? How does that happen? Um and, and this this verse of put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. That stuck out to me this morning. Huh. I was like, what does that mean? And I decided to to kind of look at the word knowledge, renewed in knowledge. Because hmm. what sort of knowledge is required in order to be renewed? Huh and the word in the hebrew or greek whichever one it is i don't know but but i'll go on bible hub and there's a lexicon which is like the translator right it shows you the original word and different translations of it and i love this word um contact knowledge Hmm. Hmm. like relationship capital right it was like knowledge of being in contact with the creator, mm. right? Of being like up and cl- up close and personal. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like, how do you learn on Wrestling the job? Him, even. Christianity, <laughs> Christianity isn't isn't something you would get a degree in yeah. and then you're qualified to go get a job. No. You're learning on the job. Yeah. You know, like mm. I think it's a good. lot of times we see pastors and we're like, oh, they've got like. They've got a degree in biblical studies. They know everything. Right. You know, no, they're learning on the job. Like you don't know their private life. Yeah, you know, right. you don't know what their private time with the Lord. Yeah. And and that's what I love about this right here is we're we're on learning the job, on the job, absolutely. on the mic, yeah, on air, recording. Um, but it's like that relationship capital. It's yeah. like every single step with God. Yeah. Because there are things that I'm, like. I'm learning my relationship with God. I was not ready to learn three years ago when I first said, yes, God, I give you my life, you know? Um, and there were things then that like I should hope I'm not having to learn again because he taught me in that season and I put that off and I put something new on. Mm -hmm. And, and so if I were to step back into those old things, there'd be a lot of things, new things that I've put on that I'd have to be taking off. Right. You know, it's like different layers, right? If you're, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't know, taking off, uh, uh, gear from a sport, like a sport that you're playing. Like mm-hmm. there's gear that you got to take off. Like when I, when I go surfing, right. I got to take off the leash of my surfboard. Then I got to take out, you know, there's all yeah. these things I got to take off yeah. before I put other thing. things on. So in the same way as we have to take old things off yeah. to put new things on, if we're going to go backwards, we got to take the new things off right and then start putting those old things on right and so there's very much like a long game mindset that we need to have with christianity of mm-hmm. like all right i'm gonna take this little thing off then right. put this little thing on yeah and you'll just eventually find yourself way down a road with god in an amazing place
1: yeah have have you ever like got something new like like say for a jacket and you've had it for a while so you you You've been saved for a while, Mm -hmm. but then you discover in that jacket that there's a new pocket that you didn't even know Mm -hmm. was there. (laughs) I don't necessarily know if it's putting on something new yeah. and then like, well, I learned something else. So like I have to take this off now and then like put that on. I think it's just you're discovering new Mm -hmm. areas that you never went in before. Yeah. So I right. putting on the full armor of God isn't like I'm going to take off these shoes of peace mm-hmm. and put on different shoes of peace because I went through a different situation. So I learned something new about that piece. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, I just actually haven't like didn't know there was a Velcro. I've just been tying my shoes this whole time. Right. And so now <laughs> I can like strap this Velcro yeah. and make my shoes a little bit tighter. Right. Yeah. There's there's something else about that. Um, the full armor of God being the basics of Christianity, because even though new Christians don't know they're in a fight, it doesn't mean that they're not in a fight. Uh Mm -hmm. There is something about knowing the basics of being in a fight. When somebody gets saved Uh and you're like, okay, read your Bible first, then prayer. They're reading the Bible to be able to understand the words that God is going to speak to them. Hmm. So when they get the word, that is where they're going to stand they're going to stand there because they're going to have to withstand the attacks of the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a place that comes from the basics of Christian and Christianity of when you get your salvation, not only do your t- attacks double, mm-hmm. but you're now slowly through reading the word and speaking mm-hmm. to God, you're going to be able to be more aware of mm-hmm. the things that are going to come against mm-hmm. you. Right. So, Continue to be encouraged in the new pockets that God is taking mm. you into, because yeah. He's placed things in those. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, finding money in a pocket that you know, <laughs> <never> <laughs> mind. yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna get off that. <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding. I came to a place with. Um, I'd read read Ephesians six a lot mm-hmm. of like, oh, the armor guy, cool. Like, let's put it on, you know, like or, or reciting it in church, like or whatever it is, you know, yeah. like. Um, I when I was when I was in Iowa, and we'd always do that when before we pray, we put on the armor of God. Yeah. Or when we're going out, you know, we're gonna go evangelize. All right, guys, let's put on the armor of God. Like, you know, just be intentional with like keeping that mindset. Put on the armor of God. Mm-hmm. And it's repetitive. I think in the church it becomes repetitive and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, because it's like, all right, you put that on, but do you know how to use it? Mm, you know like you have a shield of faith but do you know do you know what a shield does right do you know do you know what Mm -hmm. faith can do right like when
0: you see somebody that has that new name brand jacket but they don't quite sport it right (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah Like that jacket's nice, but you don't even know how to rock it. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's
2: exactly right. what you're talking see, about. See, that would be me. Um, <laughs> but like, but 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 like for me with the descend, like I thought I knew faith, yeah. but that was something else. Mm-hmm. Like of having to actually step into that and do it. Yeah. And and I start I started to see faith. From that trip, I've started to see it differently in the sense of like shield of faith, like shield of faith isn't just for me to like hold and like, Mm -hmm. all right, like don't, don't, don't come up against me because I've got a shield like I can protect myself. It's like, no, I'm going to push through those lies of the enemy, the lies that kept coming at me when I was about to board the plane the week that I was like leading up to getting on that plane, you know, like, no, this is to push through. This isn't just to like stand by passively and like hide behind it and cower behind it. Yeah. In case, you know, maybe a flaming dart comes my way. No, I'm gonna put myself in places where there are flaming darts, yeah. Yeah. right? Push up against the enemy because yeah. that's what it's for. Right. I'm not putting it to use if I'm not in a place where I'm getting flaming darts thrown at me. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't even like use it. like yeah. what about what about the word of God? Like the sword of the spirit, right? What's the use of having a sword if you don't have something to cut up with it? Mm. Like mm i don't know yeah. and, and that's what that's what really hit me is like i i hit this place of repetition and god really spoke to me like you don't even know how to use any of this right and so that's been my prayer um that's really good it's like walking cause I it's don't. like
1: having cleats and walking on concrete yeah. and trying to like make cuts on concrete like you're just <laughs> gonna keep slipping and sliding like you're not even putting your equipment in the right area to be used properly yeah um Man, <laughs> it's, Jesus, like if he's calling you into a place, you, you might as well just go because the things <laughs> you might that as you well just go the, the things that you have that you think you're going to be comfortable where you're staying at aren't even going to work anymore. Yeah, um, you, you need it's not that they're going to not going to work. They're just not going to work effectively. Yeah. And yeah, man, the basics of Christianity.
2: Have you ever, you, you know, when well, you know when you started driving a car, right? And mm. you weren't really sure how the acceleration or the brakes worked? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. You almost have to, like, mm. press the brake a little bit to be like, oh, okay, like, I know my brake works in the car, so I'll go faster than five miles per hour right. in the parking lot, right. you know? And then you, right. you you get used to the car, and eventually you're going mm-hmm. 80, 90 when you shouldn't be on the freeway because you know that your brake will work when you need it to work, Right, right. right. And... Like, man, if we as Christians could trust faith or trust the Word of God to the point where we're going 80-90 on the freeway. Yeah. Because we knew that God would come through in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'd see some crazy things. And so,
0: I mean, even then, like, (laughs) nobody ever learns to, like, drive by themselves, you know? Like, yeah, you get into an empty parking lot where you're not going to hurt anybody, right? Like, that's like... Right. That might even be part of it is just like, yo, just because you're like starting this doesn't mean you just throw all this stuff out there. Like, yeah, God does ask you to be proud of the faith that you walk in and to share it unashamedly. Um, but part of the, backfall of being a teacher is that you're held to a different standard. So mm-hmm. if you're teaching mm. something that you don't know, one, you're deceiving people and mm. two, you're going to be judged according to you deceiving other people and them trying mm-hmm. to place their salvation in the Christ that you don't even understand. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? So that's dangerous and just sharing kind of a little too early in the process, find an open parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Like you are kind of it around. Yeah. But when you first learn how to drive, you – usually get taught by somebody yeah come Uh, on right so you got someone in the car with you right exactly and there was a story by um mr oliphant from valley oh wow Uh, shout out to oliphant (laughs) he's probably never gonna hear this episode but shout out to oliphant (laughs) and he was telling us the story when he was teaching his son how to drive and um he was in the passenger seat um his son was obviously like within his first one or two times driving and they were like really close to like a ledge and like he was teaching his son how to like reverse or like something like that. And like, you know, one, first off, one of the things he was telling us, he's like, you know, wherever your eyes go, that's where you're going to go. He's like, so if you're driving and you're looking somewhere, that's where you're going to go. If you're walking and you're looking somewhere, that's where you're going to. And I was like, that was one thing in itself that was just a little nugget in there. Mm. But he was telling me about the moment when his son was approaching the ledge and like he was, kind of like leaving it up to his son quote unquote on to judge how close or far he was from the ledge and to Jeez. trust himself in that braking process. Jeez. And he was like, but the whole time I had my hand on the e-brake. He's oh. like, so he was like, he was never going to, it was never going to happen. Mm. Yeah. It was never going to happen in the first place. Cause mm. I had my hand on the e-brake just in case he went too far.
1: That's really good.
0: Right. And so it's like, that's the value of learning how to drive with, Somebody somebody needs to be there with you. And so I think a staple in the fundamental of this walk is like, yo, you need to find somebody to walk with. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's not as easy for everybody though. You might not mm. have anybody walking in this way. So then you're called to like what go to the church and like meet somebody you've never met and like mm. trust them with your life story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like try to yeah, get yeah. them on your page so that you can start to try to walk together. Like that's a kind of weird process. So I don't know if maybe some of you guys want to shed some light on what that part of it um, is like in terms of kind of like finding other people like you and I were obviously walking because we were doing the podcast together. Mm -hmm. But once you started coming here and tapping into the leadership and, you know, all that whole process two years ago, Uh you then started walking with new people. So maybe shed some light on what that process Mm -hmm. is like on like getting people to like walk with
1: Mm-hmm. Some people drive automatics. Some people drive stick shifts. Some people drive big rigs. Some people drive buggies. <laughs> y- you don't have to so get into the car with somebody who doesn't drive the type of car that you drive. Yeah. Um, be okay with people who um, you don't really mesh with. That you guys aren't on the same road. You guys aren't on the same path. Yeah. Like be okay with walking this. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be okay with the fact that <laughs> if somebody doesn't come alongside you and help you, yeah. you still have the Holy Spirit who is inside of you yeah. helping you. Right. Like, yeah. be okay with like not having that person. I, that's the first thing I would say. Right. I mean, seek you're it. You're not alone to begin with, right? Yeah, exactly. One well, and the Holy somebody Spirit always
2: in the passenger seat. Holy Spirit's the teacher. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's so many times, even. I mean. Honestly, I think my whole walk has been, I did not had someone specifically mentoring me mm. um, or anything like that. But every time I open up the word, I'm like, Holy Spirit, teach me. Or yeah. there are even places in the Bible where I'm like, I was re- reading this morning in Hebrews and I was like, Holy Spirit, teach me. Like yeah. this, this does not make sense. Like I'm reading this and I know there's something there, but it's not Holy clicking. Spirit, teach me. Mm-hmm. And it, it'll be wild because I can guarantee you that as you ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, and as you receive what the Holy Spirit says to you, yeah, you'll find yourself in spaces where there will be someone teaching it from the pulpit, or you'll be reading a book, mm-hmm. and you'll be like, "Yeah, Holy Spirit told me that," <laughs> you know. And it's just like this weird moment of like, "Okay, that confirmed everything God spoke to me there," and it's yeah. just like really affirming because for me that was my walk. There were a lot of things that I think there wasn't any, there wasn't really a pastor that taught me until, um, and, and, and like, I can say the Holy Spirit taught me a lot, um, to begin with. And then when I found myself in those places, mm-hmm. I already had an understanding from what the Holy Spirit gave me, mm-hmm. but I was more willing to ask those questions of like, Hey, you said this, but like, what does that mean? Cause the Holy Spirit, like, you know, yeah. I had already thought about it there, but like, what do you mean there? Yeah. And that opened up a conversation to stepping into that community, right? Um, that's so, good. so I, I, think the Holy Spirit not only provides the teaching, but also provides the people. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing to to kind of pray about is like, mm. Lord, send people my way right. who can teach me, who yeah. are able to, um, who are able to handle the mess of my life. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, because I think a lot of people think that. There isn't anyone for that, but God will totally provide that person for you. So true. Mm-hmm. So true. Um, but I, I think those basics really get back to a couple of things. Is it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the sitting, right, which is the rest. Yeah. Um, you've got the walking with God, which is the intimacy and the relationship capital. Yeah. Um, and you've got the standing. Which is Ephesians, putting on that armor, kind of knowing those basics, mm-hmm. and, and getting comfortable with standing in that. But I think most of all is getting people around you mm-hmm. um, to stand with you, mm-hmm. uh, to stand alongside you, to walk alongside you. Yeah. Not that they replace God, mm-hmm. but that a lot of times, I mean, we're talking about same spirit, same God, right? Yeah, right. Um, there will be confirmation through that. And right. I can't say how many times I've had confirmation just through friends right. who are walking that same walk. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, Uh, I think those are the basics for sure.
1: For sure. Dang, I was going to say something else, but we are wrapping it up. Basics in terms
0: of like, I guess kind of like more of like a a working standpoint um, in terms of like, how do I kind of like walk this life? What does that kind of like look like? Mm -hmm. Um, But like, like what are some of those truths that we stand on though? You know what I'm saying like what are like what do you really need to know like if you could wrap up I don't want to say if you could wrap up Christianity in a 60 second spiel but like what do you really need to know mm. to, to go
1: I think it depends on the person um, for me it's Proverbs 3 5 trust in mm-hmm. the Lord with all your heart lean yep. not on your own understanding yep. in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight mm-hmm. period
0: yep period If you just go off of that alone, Mm. that will take you through everything else. So I think maybe some of the, some of it is like, I don't want to say a lot of it is understanding who you currently are because I think once you get to know God, he's gonna shake everything that you thought that you knew about yourself. Facts, uh, true, very true, <laughs> very But I think true. part of it helps in knowing and thinking you know who you are so that you have something to apply it to. Yeah. Um, I think that's, you know, the biggest thing is when I see God working in other people's w- lives in certain ways that he's not working in my life, it's, it's healthy to ask why sometimes, you know? Like why, what does this look like, what are they doing? Not that they're doing something that deserves it more than me, but like what, from a very plain and simple step back standpoint, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I think just honestly, I think just being a good learner in general, um, is healthy to anything. Um, but like, yeah, the peace beyond understanding because like, you're going to learn things Mm. to where like, you're going to like, you're going to think you know something and you're not even close. (laughs) And that's just, God is just so big. You're never going to fully understand him. So, it is literally always going to be a piece beyond understanding because you're never going to understand it. Right. It's never going to make sense. Mm. And, you know, I think that's why he puts other galaxies in space because it just shows how unwilling we are to focus on the things that we have right in front of us and how more willing we are to go through every possible extreme to search the other option. <laughs> you know, like that's what he's been teaching me in stewardship is like, Jeez. dude, you know how far away the next galaxy is? Jeez. Light years. Jeez, <laughs> jeez. you know, do you know how long it's going to take to even just get to another galaxy? Let alone. Yeah, we're willing it. to invest resources, mm. future money that we don't currently have mm. ideas, mm. energy. We're allocating no. all this stuff towards something that we're never even going to get to. Right. Why? So that we don't have to focus on what we have Mm -hmm. and just make the most out of what we have. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and so Mm. I think the most encouraging thing I can give you in a square one mentality is that God will make the most out of what you have in your hands right now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you truly give it to him and even if you give it to him with an an open attitude of like, God, I really don't want to give this to you. But like here, you know, like even with that little bit, he'll work with that resentment. You know what I'm saying? He'll work yeah. with the attitude. He'll work oh, with 100%. the mindset. Everything that you have right now, he can make something so different out of, and you have not even the slightest clue. Um, so have peace beyond that understanding that he can mm. make so much more out of like what you have than you can even imagine in your wildest dreams. And if you can dream up your wildest dreams, he can exceed that abundantly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just, um, it's always going to be something that you don't fully, fully, fully understand yeah um which is like so crazy like okay be encouraged like you know but like that that is a piece of and if you never make peace with it it's always going to be troublesome it's always going to wear you down it's always going to hurt it's always going to be frustrating um every step of the way is going to suck Mm. until you make peace with the concept that you're just not going to fully understand right um and i think we're trying to find the perfect way to wrap up this episode
1: no that that was that was literally perfect like that's
0: it it's like hey you're not going to understand so i think if you make peace with that at the beginning (laughs) there's
2: always there's always a bit more
1: that'll
0: make it lighter in terms of your learning process yeah
1: um close it out in a word of prayer yeah absolutely Um, uh dear heavenly father uh just thank you for today um thank you for those who listen to this episode um lord i pray that they just take from what you have spoken through us lord and and understand the the thing that they have lord is 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 a miracle the miracle is not in what they lost lord but it's always in what they what they have left and so lord i I just pray that you show them that they have something and that something is is worth standing on because it's from you lord and you will do the exceedingly abundantly uh more than that they could ever even think or imagine or ask for, Lord, uh, if they just trust wholeheartedly that you are, are their provider. in going forward, uh, show them the basic that they that they may be lacking in, Father. Show them the basics that uh, you want to bring out of them so they can experience the fullness of, of who you are, the fullness that you have for them, Lord. Um, bless them as they go on their day, Lord. It's in your mighty Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.